بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن اتبع هداه أما بعد حياكم الله إخوتي الكرام وأسأل الله سبحانه وتعالى لي ولكم التوفيق والسداد والثبات على الإسلام والسنة إخوتي في الله سأتكلم في هذه الكلمات الموجزة التي يسأل الله عز وجل أن يتقبلها وأن ينفع بها عن أمر مهم ينبغي الإيمان به بل يجب الإيمان به مما يتعلق بسيرة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وهي دلائل النبوة فإن الله سبحانه وتعالى قد من على هذه الأمة ببعثة سيد البشر خير الخلق نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم كما قال سبحانه وتعالى لقد من الله على المؤمنين إذ بعث فيهم رسولا من أنفسهم يتلو عليهم آياته ويزكيهم ويعلمهم الكتاب والحكمة وإن كانوا من قبل لفي ضلال مبين فأمر سبحانه وتعالى العباد بالإيمان بالنبي عليه الصلاة والسلام وتصديقه واتباعه وطاعته ومن رحمة الله عز وجل بعباده ومن تصديقه لنبيه أن آتاه الله عز وجل آيات النيرات والبراهين الواضحات مما يدل على صدقه ونبوته وأنه رسول أمين من عند رب العالمين كما قال شيخ الإسلام ابن تيمية رحمه الله والآيات والبراهين الدالة على نبوة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم كثيرة متنوعة وهي أكثر وأعظم من آيات غيره من الأنبياء فجاءت الأدلة المتكاثرة والأخبار المتواترة والمتوافرة من كتاب الله تعالى وسنة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم التي تدل على نبوة نبينا صلى الله عليه وسلم وصدق رسالته منها دلائل نقلية مثل كونه مجاب الدعوة ومجيء البشارات في الكتب السابقة وإخباره بالغيوب التي لم تقع فوقعت كما أخبر ودلائل حسية مثل خاتم النبوة الذي بين كتفيه وانشقاق القمر ومنها دلائل معنوية مثل صدقه وأمانته وأخلاقه وسيرته وظهور دينه وإحكام شريعته ونحو ذلك ولنا إخوتي في الله وقفة مع بعض هذه الآيات والبراهين من سنة سيد المرسلين صلى الله عليه وسلم فمن ذلك إجابة ربه تعالى لدعوته وقد دعا لأنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه فقال اللهم أكثر ماله وولده وبارك له فيما أعطيته فكان نخله يحمل في السنة مرتين خلاف عادة بلده ورأى من ولده وولد ولده أكثر من مئة ودعا لأم أبي هريرة فقال اللهم اهد أم أم أبي هريرة فأسلمت ودعا لنخل جابر حتى كثر ثمرها وسأل الله عز وجل المطر في الجمعة 
فمطرت السماء أسبوعا كاملا حتى تهدمت البيوت وانقطعت السبل فجاءوا مرة أخرى إلى رسول الله فقالوا ادعوا الله أن يحبسها ويوقفها عنا فقال عليه الصلاة والسلام اللهم حوالينا ولا علينا ومن دلائل النبوة نبع الماء من بين أصابعه لما احتاج الناس إليه لشرابهم ووضوئهم وتسبيح الطعام بين يديه كما جاء في قول ابن مسعود رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لما كانوا في سفر واحتاج الناس إلى الماء قال اطلبوا فضلة من ماء فجاءوا بإناء فيه ماء قليل فأدخل يده في الإناء ثم قال حي على الطهور المبارك والبركة من الله يقول ابن مسعود فلقد رأيت الماء ينبع من بين أصابع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ولقد كنا نسمع تسبيح الطعام وهو يؤكل ومن آياته صلى الله عليه وسلم تكثير الطعام القليل كما في قصة أبي طلحة وأم سليم رضي الله عنهما أنهما أعدا لرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم شيئا من الطعام من خبز وغيره فدعا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الصحابة وكانوا سبعين أو ثمانين وكلهم أكل من هذه أو من هذا الصحن الصغير حين قال رسول الله إذنوا لعشرة فأذن لهم فأكلوا حتى شبعوا ثم دخل عشرة آخرين حتى تموا سبعين أو ثمانين رجلا من دلائل النبوة بكاء الجذع وحنينه حين استبدله رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بالمنبر وأبرأ عين علي رضي الله عنه بإذن الله وكان الحجر يسلم عليه وانشق له القمر من آياته الكبرى الإسراء والمعراج حين أسري ليلا إلى المسجد الأقصى ثم عرج به إلى السماء في ليلة واحدة لقي الأنبياء وكلم الله فرضت عليه الصلوات ولعظم هذه الآية سبح الله سبحانه وتعالى نفسه بقوله سبحان الذي أسرى بعبده ليلا من المسجد الحرام إلى المسجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله لنريه من آياتنا إنه هو السميع البصير فآمنوا إخواني في الله برسول الله ولا تكفروا به صدقوه صدقوه فيما أخبر وأطيعوه فيما أمر وانتهوا عما نهى عنه وزجر واعبدوا الله بما شرع لا بالأهواء والبدع ومن أعظم آيات رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم القرآن الكريم كلام رب العالمين وكل نبي معجزته تكون مناسبة لقومه فلما كانت العرب أرباب الفصاحة وأهل البلاغة وفرسان الكلام والخطابة جعل الله معجزة المعجزة العظمى للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم هي القرآن الذي لا يأتيه الباطل من بين يديه ولا من خلفه تنزيل من حكيم حميد تحدى الله الثقلين فرادى ومجتمعين أن يأتوا بمثله أو بسورة من مثله أو بعشر سور فما استطاع أحد منهم ذلك منذ بعثة رسول الله 
إلى عصرنا هذا وإلى الأبد على الرغم من تعدد الأعداء وكثرة الأشقياء قال تعالى قل إن اجتمعت الإنس والجن على أن يأتوا بمثل هذا القرآن لا يأتون بمثله ولو كان بعضهم لبعض ظهيرا فعجزوا عن الإتيان بمثل كلام رب العالمين وعرفوا أنه ليس كلام بشر لكنهم استكبروا وعاندوا وجحدوا القرآن لا نظير له في أوجه إعجازه كما قال شيخ الإسلام تيمي رحمه الله والقرآن الكريم مما يعلم الناس عربهم وعجمهم أنه لم يوجد له نظير مع حرص العرب وغير العرب على معارضته فلفظه آية ونظمه آية وإخباره بالغيوب آية وأمره ونهيه آية ووعده ووعيده آية وجلالته وعظمته وسلطانه على القلوب آية وإذا ترجم بغير العربي كانت معانيه آية كل ذلك لا يوجد له نظير في العالم انتهى كلام شيخ الإسلام رحمه الله تعالى هذه بعض الدلائل والبراهين التي تدل على صدق نبوة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم إنا نشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وفقكم الله إخواني لكل خير وأسأل الله عز وجل لي ولكم الثبات على الإسلام والسنة وجزاكم الله خيرا على حسن استماعكم الله أعلم صلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولا اليوم الدين ما بعد فحياكم الله جميعا وبارك الله فيكم that we should follow inshallah ta'ala will be a translation of the short kalima given by Sheikh Khalid al-Dhufayri and Sheikh Khalid hafizahullah is from the mashayikh of uh, Kuwait from those that have benefited from the ulama of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah as well as benefiting as well from the dirasa in the Jamal Islamiyya the Sheikh hafizahullah is from those that have attained a doctor level at the Jamia Islamiyya in Medina, whilst as well benefiting and sitting with the ulama of a Salafiyya. The most prominent from them, Allah Ta'ala knows best, is the Shaykh Rabi' ibn Hadi al-Madkhali, who the Shaykh would, uh, maintains a good relationship with to this day. As the Shaykh Khalid, Hafidullah, is the Sheikh that is the Mushrif of Sheikh Rabi'ah's uh, website. So he's the one that supervises the website of Sheikh Rabi'ah. And this, no doubt, is an indication of the relationship that the Sheikh Khalid has with Sheikh and Sheikh Rabi'ah and the trust that the Sheikh has with him as well. So to proceed, the Sheikh began by making dua and asking for those that are listening and in attendance. For the tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala, Allah grant them success and firmness upon the sunnah. And he mentioned that my brothers that I wish to speak with you today in these short, concise, in this short, concise speech, which I ask Allah Ta'ala to make beneficial and to benefit, that you may benefit by way of it as well. 
Uh, we should discuss the affair, which is an important affair, and it's one which is a must. It's a necessity that we have iman in relation to it as well. And this is the affair of the delight and nubuwa. I the signs and indication of the prophecy of the Nabi Wasallam. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed this ummah by sending the best of mankind, the best of the creation. As Allah ta'ala states, that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed upon the mu'mineen, that he has sent a messenger from them ourselves, that he may recite to them his ayats, his verses, and teach them the book and the wisdom, for indeed before him you was in a clear misguidance. And from the mercy of Allah Taala, and a means of us having belief in that which he came with, is that he came with clear-cut proofs, verses, signs, that were a clear indication of his prophecy, the prophecy of the Nabi and a clear indication that he was trustworthy. And this is in accordance as well with the statement of Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah where he states that his signs and his clear proofs are all indication of the prophecy of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu and that his prophecy are much and of different types and they are more and greater than the prophecies and the signs of other Anbiya, other Prophets. And it has come by way of informing us from speech with Mutawatira that's plentiful and of different types by way of the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of His Prophet there's an indication of his prophecy from hence that he is able to give the dawah of that which has occurred before and he falls off of that which has occurred before from mankind And this is what we understand to be the signs and indications which are naqliya, right? the signs and indications from the book and the sunnah. And he saw so, so have informed us as well of the khuyub, of that which is from the unseen. And he's informed us of the affairs that have occurred and nothing will occur more than that to which he's informed us of. Likewise, we have the delight which are hisiyah as well. 
the, the, the literal proofs of his prophecy. And this is by way of the fact that he is the seed of the prophets. That his prophecy has come as a seal of all of the prophecies. Another example as well was be, would be the splitting of the moon. Likewise, you have a way of understanding the prophecy of the Messenger of Allah by way of its meaning as well. And so this is understood by way of his truthfulness, his mannerisms, and the manner of his seer in of itself. That he was pure in relation to his deen and in relation to the rulings of the Sharia. And along with some of these indications and proofs, is that his Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala would answer his supplications. So from the proofs of the Nabuwa of the Messenger of Allah is that Allah Ta'ala would answer his supplications. And so he وسلم, made dua for Anas. He supplicated for Anas. And he asked, Oh Allah, increase his wealth and his progeny and bless him in that which you have given him. And so, as a result of that, Anas ibn Malik عنه, received the vegetation of his crops twice within the year. And this was something which is in opposition to the norm of the land that he lived in. And he left behind a progeny of his children and his children's children that amounted to more than 100. Likewise, the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he made dua, he supplicated for the mother of Abu Huraira. For the mother of Abu Huraira. And so we stated, Oh Allah, guide the mother of Abu Huraira. And so by way of that, she embraced Islam. Likewise, the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he supplicated for the crops of Jabir anhu. and as a result of that the fruits of the crops of Jabir increased. From the dua of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, as well is that he made dua and he supplicated for rain on Yom Al-Jum'ah. And so the, the heavens filled up with rain and it rained for a complete week. To the extent that the pathways were filled with rainwater. And then he made dua, he supplicated to Allah Ta'ala after that to restrain and, and 
and the rainfall. Likewise, Ibn Mas'ud, he mentions that he was on a journey with the Messenger of Allah and they were in need of water. And so he stated, seek an amount of water, a container full of water. And so they came and the amount of water was small, a small in amount. And so the Messenger of Allah وسلم, supplicated and asked for an increase in water. And he mentions that he, en- he entered his hand into that container. And Ibn Mas'ud, he mentions that he saw the water gushing from his fingers, from his fingertips. Again, from the signs of his prophecy as well, was that he saw the increase of food. That he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it was seen and witnessed from him the increase of food. As is mentioned in the story of Talha, in the story of Abi Talha and Umm Salim, that they had prepared some food for the Messenger of Allah. And so the Nabi, well, they prepared some food for the Messenger of Allah, which was, which was small in amount. This food was made up of bread and other than that. And so they so then the Messenger of Allah invited others along with him from his companions. And they amounted to seventy, between seventy and eighty. And all of them were able to eat from that small amount. As the Messenger of Allah he mentioned. I permit, permit 10 to enter your home. So he sought from, from them to permit 10 to enter their home. And when the 10 entered, they ate from the food until they were satisfied. And then another 10 would enter until all 70 or 80 of them had eaten from it. Again, from the signs and indication of the prophecy of the Nabi والسلام, was the crying of the bark, the tree. When the Messenger of Allah وسلم, used the minbar in its place instead of the tree that he used to use and lean upon. Likewise, from his signs, as we mentioned previously, was the splitting of the moon. And the greatest of the signs of the prophecy of the Nabi was the Isra'a Mi'raj. I had a journey 
from the Masjid al from the Masjid al Haram to the Masjid al Aqsa, and then the ascension to the heavens in one night. And this is the great of the greatest of signs. And so, to the great, due to the great nature of these signs, and due to the great nature of this sign of the Nabuwa, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala praised and glorified Himself by way of His statement, and glorified be He, the one who took His slave for a journey by the night from the Masjid al-Haram to the Masjid al-Aqsa, the neighborhood which was, we have blessed, in order that we may show him our ayat. <coughs> Indeed, we are the all-hearing, all-seeing. So believe in the Messenger of Allah, Wasallam, all my brothers, and do not disbelieve in him. And believe in that which he has informed us of. And obey him in that which he has commanded. And avoid that which he has prohibited. I worship him upon his way. Worship, I worship Allah Ta'ala upon the way of the Messenger of Allah Wasallam. Free from any desires and innovations. And from the greatest of his ayat, of the signs and indications of the prophecy of the Nabi والسلام, is the Quran al Karim, the noble Quran, the speech of the Lord of all of creation. And with every prophet, they would have a they would have a miracle which is befitting for their people that they had, that they had gone to. And so when the Nabi والسلام, was sent to the Arab, who were individuals eloquent in their speech, and the best in nature of their speech. And were able to address one another with the most eloquent manner, in the most eloquent manner. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed his mu'jizah, his miracle, or his greatest miracle, being that of the Qur'an. Which did not come from that which is from his, within his own hands. Or behind him, indeed, it was a revelation from Allah Ta'ala, Al-Hakim Al-Hamid. And Allah Azawajal, He sought from the Thakalain, the general ints. He challenged the general ints to come with something like it. Or a sora like it, or ten sorders like it, 
And not anyone was able to do that. Since the time of the Messenger of Allah until our time now. And in reality, we'll never be able to do that. As Allah states, say, if the mankind and the jinn were to gather in order to produce that which is like of the Quran, they will not be able to produce the like of it. Even if they were to have as, as, as assistance for one another, have each other as assistance. And so the statement of Allah Ta'ala is an indication that they were unable to come with anything like it, anything like this Quran. And they knew that this was not from the speech. The people knew that this was not from the speech of Bashar, not from the speech of mankind. However, they stubbornly rejected. And they responded with arrogance and disbelieved. And in reality, the Quran does not have and not in need of anything to assist it, nor is there anything comparable to it. From any of the points of its miraculousness. As Ibn Taymiyyah, he mentions that the Quran is of great value and of great value from those that know of it, whether it be the Arabs of the people or non-Arabs of them. And they do not have anything that may aid the Quran. Even though you may find individuals from the Arab and other than them steadfast seeking to reject it. The wording within the Quran is a sign and an ayah. The organization found within it is a sign and an ayah. It's informing us of the unseen is a sign and an ayah. Its commands and prohibitions are a sign and an ayah. His promises, his promises, the promises of Allah Ta'ala, as long as he, as lo, along with his threats, are a sign and an ayah. His grandeur and majestic nature and authority upon our hearts is a sign and an ayah. And so if you were to translate it, into other than Arabic, they know that the meaning sound within it as well are a sign and an ayah. So all of that, all of these things are not in need of something to aid it. And there's nothing within this earth that can aid it, can bring about something that can aid it. This is this end of his speech, rahimahullah. And so these are some of the proofs of the prophecy
that are an indication of the true nature of the prophecy of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala knows best and then the Shaykh Hafidahullah he concludes by supplicating for those that listened and asking for them to be firm upon the Sunnah as well as thanking them for the for the nature of listening to this kalima and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best.